Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Snack Podcast, the show where we talk all things design. I'm your host, Caleb, and today we're going to have a great show, so sit back and relax to the Snack Podcast. Whenever Apple releases a new product, I get super excited for three main reasons, besides the actual product itself. The first thing I look forward to is the knockoff products from China. All of the parodies of this product, it's just hilarious. It gets me every time. The second reason I love new releases from Apple is that the previous model gets even cheaper. And the third reason I love Apple releases is to hear Jonathan Ives' voice and all those sweet Apple presentation videos. Of course, Jonathan Ives' narration is not what made him famous. His talent, personality, charisma, and the passion for design is what makes Ives stand out among other designers. Today, we'll take a closer look at Johnny Ives' life and the impact he had on Apple's company as a whole. He started his career in design as an industrial designer for a design agency called Roberts Weaver Group, his college sponsor. After a short period of time, he left the Weaver Group and joined the Tangerine. Tangerine was a design agency set up from London, located in Hoxton Square. Here, Ives designed different types of household items such as ovens, toilets, or sinks. Working for this company, though, did not satisfy him. He saw things differently than his boss. The items that he designed were too costly and too modern. However, his design was not too modern for Apple. Apple at the time was one of Tangerine's clients, and I've acted a consultancy role for them. After two years, Apple finally managed to recruit Jonathan Ives as a full-time employee, and he started his work under John Rubenstein. John Rubenstein was also the one who managed to keep him in the company even when he wanted to resign. His first design for Apple was the Lindy Message Pad. The device was a success, and it foreshadowed the popularity of flip cell phones. After Steve Jobs returned, he was promoted as a senior vice president of industrial design in 1997. There was a connection between Jobs and Ives, mainly that they saw things the same way. Insignificant details for others meant the whole world to them. They understood the power of design, and Jobs made design a focus in the firm's product strategy. The Apple products had to be beautiful with a capital B, both inside and out. Aesthetic, clever, bold, user-friendly, and beautiful were just a few of the key words that define Apple's products. They brought minimalism in the Apple products without losing the hardware or software quality. They started a trend where new was better, and people started to copy their design and also their mindset. But making something new isn't always better. As I've said, different and new is relatively easy. Doing something that is genuinely better is very hard. Also, in 2012, Ive was promoted as a human interface director in addition to his role as an industrial design leader. Besides the amazing work that he did for Apple, Jonathan also did charity work. He and Mark Newson designed the one and only special edition Leica camera. The camera was sold for $1.8 million, and the whole fundraising event brought over $26 million for the Global Fund to Fight AIDS in Africa. I think that any design lover is looking forward to see and use Apple products designed by Ive. His love for simplicity, the honest minimalism, and the simply elegant products are the defining elements of Apple. There are a lot of things that designers can learn from Jonathan Ives, and how simplicity works is one of those things. Here's how he approached simplicity and how designers should also view it. I quote, Simplicity is not the absence of clutter. There's a consequence of simplicity. Simplicity is somehow essentially describing the purpose and place of an object and product. The absence of clutter is just a clutter-free product. That's not simple. All right. Thank you guys for listening. I had a great time. I hope you did as well. Hope to see you guys again on our next episode of the Snack Podcast.